Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson. I'm Rachel Long, and I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about having a breakthrough in the area of procrastination. We have Pastor Danny, as I said, here with us. And Good so to be back, Rach. It's, <laughs> it's Good wonderful. Good to have you back. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I certainly enjoyed Brad Lominick and your two-part podcast. That was wonderful. He did a fantastic job. Yeah, he yeah. did some great We content. missed you, though. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You've been that. a little busy. What, what have you been up to these days? <laughs> <laughs> We've been launching Dale microsites and multi-sites yeah. in downtown Indianapolis, but it's all been good work, and, and, uh, and I am thrilled to get to be back on the podcast with you this Well, morning. we are glad to have you back. So tell us a little bit about your definition of procrastination. What is it actually? Yeah, so it's a good to start with a definition. And procrastination is simply putting something off that you know you should do now. Mm. It's delaying or postponing action that you know you should take. I mean, that's essentially what yeah. it is. And we all do it. I mean, right? For sure. Just, we, For every sure. single person <laughs> I've ever met is is a procrastinator at some yes. level. Yeah. And I, you know, whether it's procrastinating for packing for a vacation, I always do that. I wait to the too. last minute. I pack some a suitcase you know, the night before or even the morning of. Morning of, that's uh, me. You know, we people procrastinate for studying for tests. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, they wait to the last minute, uh, writing a paper. I remember in college, um, I had a couple of major papers in my senior year. They were 20-page papers, and I procrastinated. Uh. And I ended up having to pull an all-nighter several uh. times. Or I stayed awake the entire night. Was, sure. And, you know, it's just, there's, uh, there's, we just do it. Uh, some people do it with their taxes, cleaning their house, doing their homework, even difficult conversations. Mm. I've noticed a lot, a lot of people, Yeah. they just put it off, so... So what what is uh, so why would we need a breakthrough in that area? Like what's what's bad about it? So what's the result of procrastination? Oh, there are so many terrible terrible consequences mm. to procrastination. I mean, we can we can list a few here, but this this there's incredible pain that comes uh, to us when we put off what we know we should do. I mean, let's let's talk about a few of these. Um, first of all, we don't get work done on time, right? We just mm. kind of mm-hmm. talked about that with the with the paper, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we miss deadlines and and. That there's pain that comes with that. Um, stress goes through the roof. Yeah. Right? When you put things off and you know, you, and then yes. you lose time and now you've got to do this important thing, but you don't have much time to do it. And stress right. levels go through the roof. Um, a lot of times our work product is poor because yeah. we had to rush. Mm-hmm. And so we don't do our best work. And I, I know some people say, well, I do my best work under pressure. Okay. Well, there's also the fact that you're, you're, you're not functioning at your best Right, right, and so right. Uh, there's there's a sort of the difference between pressure and panic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very much so. And so your work product ends up being less than excellent. Uh, sometimes we get in trouble. I mean, we can with a boss. Oh yeah, we don't sure. get stuff done mm-hmm. in time because we procrastinated. Sometimes it's the IRS. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> get our stuff done. Uh, you know, so there's there's trouble that we can get into. I don't hand our homework in on time, right? Mm-hmm. Our grade gets lowered yep. because we procrastinated. But I think the biggest one, and this is the one that really pushes me to um, to fight against procrastination, is that we we don't reach our potential as human beings. We never get done the things that we said we wanted to do. Right. With our lives. Right. And for some people, that's traveling to, you know, to 
different parts of the world. Right. Uh, for other people that's starting a business they wanted to start or going back to school and getting a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's writing a book. Oh, and, the you book. Know, it's like, oh. <laughs> and we, we just don't get done the things that we feel in our hearts that, that, that God has called us to do or we want to do. Yeah. And so that just... <clears throat> makes me fight against. But, okay, so all of those things are true, and I believe all of those things, and a couple of them really resonate with me, um, especially like stress going through the roof mm-hmm. when you procrastinate. But why do you why do you think we do it then? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> question. Um, you know, I've thought a lot about why I do it, why other people do it. And I, I think there are at least four answers to this question. There, there's definitely more, but okay. I just want to talk through four of them. I think that we procrastinate as human beings because we are essentially avoiding pain. Mm. We associate pain with doing mm-hmm. or taking the action. And so procrastination is just an attempt to avoid the hard work, avoid mm. the, 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 the difficult work that we know uh, we need to do, the pain that's associated with that work that in our minds. So it's basically taking the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some people will call this laziness. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. There's prob- That's probably some of that's true. But we just as human beings, we, we always gravitate towards the path of the least resistance or mm-hmm. the most pleasurable mm-hmm. path. And so that's the first reason we, we avoid pain. I think a second reason that people procrastinate is because they, they've lost clarity on the purpose of, of the action. Hmm. Some people say it this way, you know, you've lost track of your why. Okay. Why are you doing this? And when the why is unclear or the purpose is unclear, like, uh, yeah, I don't really, not really motivated. I don't really. And they, they, they don't take action um, because their reasons for taking action are not super clear. Right. Um, I remember when I was, um, or starting out, gosh, my first job, I was a sales rep for Thomas Nelson <laughs> Publishers. And um, I was engaged to Jackie. Yeah. I was going to get married in August 14th. And I, so I had to work the summer. And I remember my dad did not want me to take this job hmm. because he's like door to door sales, not going to make any money. People fail. And so I was like, well, I don't have any money. Right. Like I literally had no money. How do you get married without money? <laughs> and so, you know, I was recruited to do this. And so my sales manager told me, he said, if you work your tail off, you will make significant money in about 90 days. It was a summer job. Mm. And so he told me, memorize these five sales talks and kill it. Work 10, 12 hours a day. You'll be fine. And so I did it every single day wow. that summer, except for Sundays. We had Sundays off. Um and I worked sun up till sundown, and I had no problem staying motivated, and I didn't procrastinate. And here's why: I had a clear reason. You cannot mm-hmm. show up on your wedding day without no any money. money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when when people lose sight of the purpose or the reason, they are less likely to take action. So, uh, and then a third one is: um, I think that people tend to get overwhelmed with their tasks mm-hmm. and, and they don't know where to start. It's, right. it's so big. It's so large. Like, where do you begin? And yeah. so, because they don't know where to begin on a specific task, they just, they don't take action. Um, and then I, I think a fourth one is just pretty common, especially today is just distractions. 
Yeah. People, their phones are going off. They're getting notifications. Facebook's up. Twitter's up. Instagram's up. All these different things. Email's going. Um, and their environment is a very distracting environment. So it's easy to just get, you know, procrastinate. Yeah. I'm thinking specifically of a couple of my friends who it really does feel too overwhelming for them and mm-hmm. they don't they don't know where to start. So what would you tell them? What would you tell the people who listened to those four and they're like, yep, I was number one, I was number four. How can they have a breakthrough in that area? You know, that's a great question. And, and that really is what we have to dive into here. Um, I think it's going to be different for different people, okay? Because the the, the reasons for procrastination vary so so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet, for example, I bet you procrastinate for different reasons than I do. Sure. I mean, for what? Sure. They just think through your how you procrastinate or the area, and then why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just I put off the sometimes the urgent gets in front of the important or Mm -hmm. I just put off the things I don't like until I feel like doing them. And so those are um, those are the reasons like I packed this morning. We're getting ready to take kids to camp and I packed this morning. Yeah. And I always feel like I'm going to have extra time. But the procrastination, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something always comes up. You feel like, you're and you didn't give yourself margin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why I procrastinate. Just having a lot to do, and mm-hmm. uh, and you also said I, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I like it. The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, like packing, so which, it waits. <laughs> which essentially is, goes back to number one. It's the pain. Like I don't want to face this. Right. This, it's just ugh. I don't like to do these things, so I'm yes. just going to put it off. Yes. Um, you know, and so that would be different for for maybe some of the reasons why I procrastinate. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, mm-hmm. over, be feeling overwhelmed. So, so the answers will be different. But I do want to give a few answers that I think will help people um, who who have these different different reasons. So, yeah. the first one I would say is if you want to overcome procrastination, is that you have to review your reasons. Hmm. And what I mean by that is to review the benefits of taking action. Right. If, what what will happen as a result of me doing this thing that I don't like to do uh, or seems overwhelming or, you know, I don't have time for it? What will be the end result? Oh, wow. Well, I will, you know, get out of debt. Right. Uh, I will have a finished manuscript. I will have, um, you know, I will repair the relationship. Right. Right. And if you can keep the why out in front of you every single day, that will provide the motivation. And really motivation is reasons for taking action. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Right. You have enough reasons to move you to do things that you need to do when you need to do them, right? So if you can if you can keep those reasons out in front of you, mm-hmm. a desired income, maybe it's a degree that you want to get, maybe it's a weight goal that you have, maybe it's a larger income that you want. Mm-hmm. If you can keep those clear, going back to my story about getting mm-hmm. married, mm-hmm. like I needed to have some money in my pocket or in the account on my wedding day, mm-hmm. that drove me to take action, take action. Now, I wish I had that kind of motivation in some other areas <laughs> of my life, but <laughs> I procrastinate. Uh, so, so that's my first one, um, is to keep your why out in front. Now, some people, in order to do this, they will, in the beginning of the year, and I've done this several times in my life, they will create mm-hmm. something called a vision board. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever done that. I haven't. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, it's just a thing that you can... I mean, there's tons of YouTube videos on it you can right. check out, but it's essentially taking you know pictures... Uh, or cutting out pictures or printing off pictures from the internet of results that okay. you would like to achieve for a particular year. 
you know, so it could be buying a house or it could be getting in shape or whatever it is, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And you take pictures and you put these on a, you know, piece of poster board and you keep it up in your bedroom or in your office and you see it every single day. Mm-hmm. And all it does is just remind you of your reasons. Right. For taking action, for writing those words, for doing the thing or whatever, sticking to your workout routine. And so that's the power of a vision vision board. No, that's good. That's good. I I like how that um, that one helps you keep the positive in front of Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. instead of thinking about how much I don't like packing. That would give me space this morning to have spent time with the kids that I have in my family that aren't going to camp or Mm -hmm. like thinking of a good why as to getting that done earlier rather than. The last, last minute, minute. Yes. right? Absolutely. What are what are some more? Yeah, so we'll jump into this next one. Um, I, I really believe this with all my heart that if people are going to stop procrastinating, if I'm going to stop procrastinating, I have to choose the right pain. Okay. Choose the right pain. And I know that might not that might not sound clear, but l- let me explain what what I mean. I think that people procrastinate because of uh, again because of the perceived pain that will come if I take act, if I do this thing right right I don't mm-hmm. like it it's going to bother me I'm uncomfortable right. so I don't want to do it right okay well if you do that there will be a pain on the back end of that right you won't get the work done mm-hmm. you won't mm-hmm. have the result that you wanted right so you'll have to there's always a pain to it yeah so when I say choose the right pain what I mean is you can experience that pain, which is inevitable. Mm-hmm. We always reap what we sow. Right. Or you can pick the pain of actually taking the action, which is uncomfortable. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, we don't like it. It takes time. We, you know, we're, we're forcing ourselves to do something that uh, you know, aggravates us or whatever. But if you pay that price, if you pay that pain, you get the desired results on the back end. Mm. So either way... You're gonna face pain. It's okay. just which one. Like, like the, the the lie of procrastination is that you won't experience pain. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay, right? Yeah. In fact, people use procrastination. I heard I heard a, a lady, um, Mel Robbins. She wrote a book called The Five Second Rule. It's very very motivating book, and she said that procrastination is a form of stress relief. Hmm. I thought that's so true. Like we think if I just don't do it. I don't have to deal with it. There'll be no pain. But it's a lie. Yeah, that it's is a lie. Because there's always there's always pain on the back end. In fact, right. one of my favorite quotes in this area is from Jim Rome. He said, We must all suffer one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Mm. And I thought, man, that is so true. So we, we never get out of the the pain. Mm-mm. Whether we, you know, whether we procrastinate or we take action, it's just which pain do you want to choose. So I try to tell myself that uh, when I, when I don't feel like going to work out or when I feel like putting off something right. I need to actually get done, uh, there'll be a pain to it. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. So oh. true. All right. Well, give us some more. Yeah. So the third one is super simple, and this is just optimize your environment. You know, whatever's distracting you, just remove it. You know, when you're get when you have to get work done. Turn the the Mac off. Turn the you know the notifications off. Put your phone away. You know when when I talk to people who have accomplished things that require extreme discipline, like writing a book, mm-hmm. they talk about going to the library where there's no distractions, mm. going to a place where they're not going to be interrupted. And I don't necessarily have that discipline yet, <laughs> but those who 
I ask, I, and, right. and and they are really effective in shutting down distractions, uh, specifically technological distractions, so that they can focus in because they're so it's so tempting to you get a dopamine hit when you mm-hmm. look at when you get something like a um, an update or mm-hmm. or you're you know you're checking a post mm-hmm. how many likes did it get like there's things going on in your body that yeah. you're drawn to you want more of it yeah and so it really can it can be a problem so I would so, say optimize your environment. So that one's really setting yourself up to win yes. in the procrastination. Oh, I like Very that much so. a lot. Yeah. So what about those friends that I mentioned that it just seems like it's just too much? Like it's overwhelming. Yes. There's, not, there's no hope because <laughs> it's too big. Absolutely. You know, and for this, for this number four, I would say if you're feeling overwhelmed and that's why you procrastinate, the answer would be, and you can, you can read this in so many different books and um even podcasts or blog posts, the answer is to chunk down, chunk it down, mm. break down the task into smaller steps. Okay. And I'm really good at this with certain things, and I'm really bad at this in other things um, because I don't know exactly how to chop up the task, you know, mm. into mm-hmm. smaller bite size. But the concept, the principle is, if I can chunk this down into manageable action steps then it won't be as painful. Because remember, the thing that makes us procrastinate is pain. We think, or mm-hmm. perceived pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be too much work. I don't like to do this. And it's uncomfortable. But if you can if you can get it into a small enough action step, it's no problem. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You can. Oh, that's not going to be that difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I've got somebody who's helping me try to write a book and they're like, right. make it, you know, four or 500 words a day. You can do four or five. You don't have to write the whole chapter in right. a day. Just write your four or five hundred words, and and that helps me. <laughs> Again, it's not one answer that fixes all the problems, right? Right. No. So, no. but but together, uh, these things can help us to move move past some procrastination. So the answer would be to chunk it down. Yeah. Do you feel like too sometimes when you chunk it down, um, do you feel like the reason that we do that, or um, is because we want it to be perfect the first time we do it, and so we're so scared that. Um, we've seen this person do whatever it is that we don't want to do, or that person do it, and look how well they did it. And then you think, oh, I'll never be able to even take the first step, mm. let alone, or know what to do. I think what you just put your finger on there is another reason why people procrastinate. Okay. I, I really do. I think it's this, it's got to be perfect. Right. And I can't make it perfect, so I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I really do think you just put your finger... And so... Um, that that's a whole, a whole nother discussion, a whole nother reason, which right. I completely, I know people like that. <laughs> yeah. I have felt that way. Yeah, I have um, too. It's like, well, you know, and the answer, and I've heard people talk about this before, the answer to that is, look, done is better than perfect. So right. you got to get over this whole, it has to be perfect. And because if, if, if you're waiting for that, it, it's, it's never going to happen because it's never going to be perfect, especially when you first started something. Right. right? So um, you need people around you telling you that yes. done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. That's good. That's good. All right. What's what's another one? Yeah. So I'll just talk about this last one. And there, there are so many more things we could say. But um, I think that this one is is very critical. And that's just to get some help from friends. Hmm. You know, the, the research and evidence is is so overwhelming that the people we are associating with or surrounding ourselves with they they have an energy and that energy is either positive or negative and so you know the people who clo- who are closest to us are helping us right or hurting us and so 
Yeah. You know, I am trying to get some people around me who um, are are going to not necessarily uh, hold my feet to the fire, but in 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 yes, mm-hmm. hold me accountable mm-hmm. to the things that I said I wanted to do or accomplish. Um, and you know, part of the reason why this podcast exists is other people mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, you should do a podcast." Mm-hmm. Hey, I think the name of it should be the Breakthrough. Hey, it, like, <laughs> yeah. so it's real. Like other people help us to follow through on the things that we said we're going to do. And, you know, Henry Cloud wrote a book called The Power of the Other. Mm -hmm. And I think I may have mentioned it in in one of my sermons. But he shows the science of of this, that that you don't even have a choice. He says in the book, we don't even have a choice. Like it's going to happen. People around us will impact us. The question is, will it be for a positive uh, make a positive difference or a negative difference. And so um, I'm trying to leverage that and and get people right. around me that will... And you've seen this in your own life. I mean... Yeah, for sure. The people in your life surrounding you. Yeah, they lift you up, they keep you going, or they can bring you right back down. I think that um, one of the things they help you do too is uh, help you cope with when you feel embarrassed mm-hmm. or ashamed about your procrastination. Yes. Then... Um, they can help redirect that thinking and speak truth on what you're saying in your mind that isn't quite right. Um, Very much. When it comes to things you haven't done. Absolutely. And it's not about shame or guilt. Mm. These are these people are they're not there to do that and right. condemn you. Like, what's wrong with you? You said, you know, they're not there for that. They're there to say, come on, let's go. Yeah. Get back up, keep, keep trying, keep going. That's the type of folks that we're that we're talking about. When a friend of mine is trying to help um, help me finish um, a book intro, yeah. and um, she said to me that, "Look, just write it. I will edit the heck out of it because my concern is my grammar is terrible yes, and my sentence yes. structure is terrible, and so that makes me procrastinate. Like right. I'm, I'm not good at this." And she said, "I'll just put it down on paper and I'll <laughs> smooth it out." You know, so that's the type of people I'm talking about yeah. that will help you overcome the things that are the, that are blocking you. Yeah. So that's wonderful. People. So um, as we wrap up today, give us give us our final thoughts to take away. Yeah, I think that ultimately procrastination has to be overcome because if we don't, we will never fulfill our potential. And that's the thing that I come back to coming to the end of my life mm-hmm. or so, anybody coming to the end of their life and realizing, oh, my gosh. I had more in me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I could have done. I could, why didn't I? Ugh. Oh, I put it off because I didn't think mm-hmm. I could or whatever. I didn't want to. Or, and then you have all of this regret at the end of your life. I'm like, no, I mm-hmm. never want to. I don't want to be there. I want to be an old man that thinks I gave it everything I had. It wasn't that great, or maybe it was great, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Like, But I gave it everything. I tried everything that I could possibly try. I gave my very, very best. I didn't wait. Right. Um, and so that's, I think, the reason why we need to overcome and have a breakthrough with procrastination. I, I love what, what Brian Tracy said, who wrote a fantastic book called Eat That Frog. If you haven't read that. I have not. If our audience hasn't read that. It's an older book, but it's fantastic. Eat That Frog, 21 Ways to Overcome Procrastination. I love it. And uh, he said this. He said, procrastination is the greatest enemy of productivity. Mm. And that is the reason why we've got to beat this. We've got to defeat this. We've got, we just, we won't do what we're called to do. 
Yeah. We won't get done the things that God created us to put, that he put us on this planet to do. Yeah. And just the, that thought makes me go, no, <laughs> do it now, do it now, do yeah. it now. Like take yeah. action. And so that's what I would, I would encourage our listeners uh, with as we wrap up. Oh, this is a great one for today. This is one of those ones you need to re-listen to and take notes and be sure to share it with someone that you love that uh, struggles with procrastination or that you want to be one of those friends that you talked about. Mm -hmm. Share this podcast with them. Talk about it. Um, We would appreciate if whatever uh, venue you're listening to, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you would like this and share it with a friend, that's great. If you want to learn more about uh, what's going on at Emmanuel Church, the church that Pastor Danny leads, you can go to eclife.org. But the, the, the best compliment you can give and the best endorsement is to share this with a friend. And we hope you come back next month. Awesome. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.